This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Fitzmar Podcast number 31, recorded October 14th, 2012. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, everyone's having a great week. I know we are. I'm a lot more awake in this podcast. That's a good is, thing. Yes, not as uh, <laughs> not as late. Even though it is uh, after another brick workout, so that's true. Uh, but we started like midday instead of like at uh, midnight. Six, <laughs> felt like it, like yeah. six o'clock on Friday, and it oh, it's way better. Yeah. Oh, and much better weather too. It was what like 81, 80. 82. 80. Oh God, it was beautiful out. So air conditioned. It was it, beautiful. It was it was a fun fun ride, and uh, still had the headwind, but it wasn't a twenty eight mile an hour headwind this That's time. Right. So it was way more, better, more like a fifteen or eighteen something like that. Nothing, so, not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to complain about. That's for sure. So absolutely. So I know we had uh, we had some good discussions uh, on Twitter um, and uh, had a few questions. So oh, I thought awesome. we'd, we'd bring them up. Um, had uh, one of them had uh, had been uh, they wanted to know a little bit more about the uh, build and loss phases that we oh, had yeah. been talking about, kind of what the timing is, the rationale behind it, why we do what we do with those. And um, again, a good good thing to keep in mind is when we're switching between a build phase and a loss phase is really to help confuse the muscles um, and basically not allow the body to adapt overall. When you're going on a lost phase, every now and then putting in a different cycle where you're actually trying to build muscle, which doesn't mean you're not going to continue to lose weight because when you're building muscle again, it's not we're not talking building like a bodybuilder building. We're talking about adding lean body mass well, to which will actually help you to then burn more calories on the lost phase. So as an example, if you've dropped, say, 50 pounds, and then you're, you've dropped down that 50 pounds and you're sticking a little bit, maybe hit that plateau. What's a good, uh, good idea to do every now and then is then start actually, instead of going into, let's continue along the loss phase and switch up the, you know, cycle what type of um, cardio you're going to do and all that, which will work to continue the loss phase going, is you might want to s- slip in there for anywhere from two to four weeks, a build phase where you go a little bit heavier, start pushing the muscles a little bit more and actually try to add in a little bit more lean body mass and actually feed yourself a little bit more. So if you've been eating, say, at a 750 or 1,000 calorie deficit, start eating a two to 300 ca- you know, calorie surplus. Very hard thing to do if your mindset is on, I'm going to gain weight and get fat again. And yes, it is. You know, I mean, I know you can speak to that. <clears throat> I can to speak that. to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It bothers me less now. Right. But, uh, well, let's face it, that took well over a year to get used to. Oh, sure. We're on, what, the third build phase. Right. Um, and, and fairly significant one. So, so yeah, during my initial loss, I, uh, I, I got very used to eating at a, at a large deficit. Correct. And you kind of just, I don't know, you lock into it. Right. And, and then when we started approaching what we thought would be a good place to maybe Add pop, build, yeah, right. it, it took a while. And of course I didn't have the body bug at that time either. So sure. it was a little bit trickier. We started 
by adding 500 calories at a time. Correct. Go and a see what weeks. would happen. Where where you at? Nope, you're still losing. Okay, yeah, let's add and, 500 more. <laughs> still losing. And then you know, and then the the point two is: Are you really adding the 500? Well, no, more like 250. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's true. It's true. But we did that three times, I think, before right. finally it started. It slowed. Right. It, it actually the loss started slowing down enough that we could go. Okay, we're getting close to yeah. where we need to be at that point. Yeah. But then uh, you're right. I mean, it felt, I still, it's funny, switching back and forth, I still have trouble at first getting into into a build. I get convinced, even though I know, I've seen it so many times, I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And and I know that I could eat, you know, a thousand over and it would take me a while oh, to yeah, make definitely. a difference. Oh, sure. A difference. But still, you know, I just, I get this, I, I'm pretty, I have trouble. I, I think that. If I eat over, I'm I'm going to get fat again instantly, right. and and that's where the data comes in, which is really nice. Yes, track your if you're yes. tracking your body composition, you're tracking your circumference, um, you know, because again, if you're if you're going okay, I'm adding weight, but my waist is the same size, my you know my, my hips might have got <laughs> a little bit bigger, my legs, and my arms got bigger. We're probably talking muscle right at that point. <laughs> you know, it's it's not going to be body fat. Now again, in a build phase, there is the possibility that some body fat will come back on. Again, if as long as you can realize what your goal is overall is to add more lean body mass. So at the end of the two to four weeks, you're and again four weeks is probably closer to realistic. Two weeks is pretty short um, to add some add muscle, especially if you're hesitant about adding the extra food in. <laughs> when you then go back to the loss phase again, what you're looking at is that you have more lean body mass and it starts coming off again, and that's will help you to actually work through a plateau a lot of the times. Be aware too that 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 switch is going to feel even bigger than it is because you're if you're going from a deficit to a surplus, right? You're it's almost twice as big oh, as what you're expecting. Like if you were just if you were eating at maintenance and you right. increased it, you would really only be adding a couple hundred calories, exactly. And you would think, oh, it's nothing, you know, exactly. But if you're eating at say a 500 750 calorie deficit, and then you right. go to a 250 calorie surplus, right? You just added. 750, 750 to a thousand calories a exactly. day, which is, which feels, you feel like a pig the yeah, first you, time you do it. You're like, oh my God, I, this can't be right. I can't be eating this much food. It just, it's, <laughs> it, it can, yeah. and <laughs> it, it totally it can, <laughs> you know, and that's in, that's where, again, getting down into tracking your, you know, knowing what you're intaking, yes, yes. you know, what's, you know, what's going to be the best way to do that is up to you, whether it's on a, you know, on an app on the phone, on the computer, or just writing it down. Man, I lean on that data heavily, even mm-hmm. I just feel like it's hard. It's hard for me to accept right. that, that the numbers are going to do what I want because I'm just convinced it's all going to go wrong all the time. Right. And if I can look and see that I know I ate this many calories within a pretty good, accurate guess, right? I know that I burned these calories within a pretty accurate guess, right? And you know, I know what I've done. And when we measure, I have you know, I have a caliper data. I have I have weight data. I have uh, you know, I have uh, circumference data. I have my weight data for every day. So like like today, for example, we did a weigh measure, you yes. know, because we do them every two weeks. And right. I, d- I did a weigh measure and it showed me like four and a half pounds four up. Four and a half pounds up, yeah. I know for a fact that I've been hovering around, I'm I'm flat in weight gain. I, right. I should not for have. For the last few weeks, for the right. last month or so, basically, it's been right in that flat range. Right. So we're like, no, that's not right. Yeah, it's not going to jump that much. And and there's just so many things. I mean, 
eating cycles and right. various stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, just being able to interpret all that again too, like, you know, a caliper measurement will show a, a big change and then circumference will show a different change. Right. You have something to look at and figure out. I just, I'm convinced the more data you have, the easier it is to not feel bad. Not Oh, sure. Harder. Definitely. For and, me and, anyway. Yeah. Well, and I'll agree with that a lot simply because again, there's a number of times that if you look at it, the caliper measurements are caliper. You you know, you pinch the body fat and you measure it. Or if you do the bio, you know, impedance with a handheld or the scale, again, it'll, it'll fluctuate around circumference is circumference, you know? And so you look at that and go, okay, well, what's changing? You know, if, if I look at the scale and I'm going, okay, I went up two pounds on the scale. So it shows my body fat going up, but my waist got smaller. The scale's probably wrong. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to say, you know, we're just going to be looking and going, okay, there's, you know, because if you're holding body fat there, that's where it's going to going to drop off at that point. Um, and there are times in your either weight loss or weight gain journey that either one or both are going to be slightly off. And so they're not the be all end all. And that's why I like to do, you know, weight, but, you know, the skin caliper, you know, test and the circumference, because then I've got three different things to look at and go, OK, what's happening here? Even with all that data, body bug daily, food log daily, weight daily, you know, weight there plus weight two weeks ago at the same one plus, you know, plus circumference plus caliper. Right. With all of that data. Even then, as we were talking about today, there are some things that just completely don't get captured. Right, exactly. Like for example, if you put muscle on your shoulders, N- nowhere. Yeah. We don't. We don't, we're not. We're not measuring we have with no the arms. No way to know. Yeah, we're not measuring the arms, yeah. not the side and the, the shoulders. And I mean, you can tell. Like you how can you're, see it. You yeah. can see it. Like but, I know that in the last ninety days, right. I have put some significant muscle on my shoulders because I can see it. You, you can see it and you can feel it in the lifts. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I'm lifting way heavier right. with shoulders. And controlled, yeah. which is, is, so you're like, okay, it's definitely been added. But yeah, point. I mean, even then I'm saying like, you know, it's just, it doesn't show up in circumference. It doesn't show up in caliper. Right. It, it shows up in weight, but we have no way of knowing that it's there. Right. Uh, you know, you can't. I mean, I am just convinced, though, because like if, if you go out and you get one piece of data, it's scary. Yes. If you go out and get 100 pieces of data, it's not. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, <laughs> this is crap. This is crap. This group right here is This good. makes sense. Yeah. This makes sense. And right. this means this is probably not true. Right. And, you know, it's great. And, I and, love that. And that's why, you know, where, again, collecting the data along when you're doing your cycling is, is and when we're talking cycling, we're talking cycling through not road bike cycling, but you know, the, the <laughs> cycling, well, though, that's a good cardio, um, you know, cycling along with your, with your weight loss to weight gain phases at that point. And the thing to keep in mind is, um, and in the, the, one of the questions in there, does it work the same for men and women? And yes, it does. Although men are more, more predisposed to being able to add muscle easier, um, than women. Um, but, uh, the basic, same basic concept works. One of the other things, if you're still maybe not ready to jump into the say okay i want to start trying to add more muscle this you know by doing that you can always just change up your lifting as opposed to say you've been lifting in a 15 to 20 rep range go a little bit heavier and lift in the 8 to 12 rep range where it's you're getting closer to failure getting that fatigue from a heavier weight while still eating at a deficit um, make sure you change up your cardio some as well because if you're constantly doing running 
your body's going to start to adapt to that. You're not going to burn as many calories. That is true. <laughs> um, which if you're training for a, you know, a 5k, 10k half marathon marathon, That's great. it's great. You want that adaptation. Um, but if you're wanting uh, caloric burn is maximum caloric burn every about three to six weeks. Um, and again, the, if you're not actually tracking the, uh, um, the burn through, you know, body bug or, you know, they have a number of different, you know, I think it's there, there's the new Nike fuel band, mm-hmm. um, which right. you just tracks movement and everything like that. Generally use four weeks as a, as a rule. So if you've been doing the same cardio for four weeks switch it up um and that'll help help increase your burn and even uh, if you're just running and i found this because audra and i a lot of times will run just for the burn right and there's a lot you can do to switch up within the same kind of cardio like yes like we found you could do intervals you could run you know run for one minute at a much faster pace than you're used to back it off then for even walk for two or three minutes. Right. Do it again. We found that the burn is remarkably similar. Right. To, to a slightly slow, but long run. Right. And, uh, and it's different. So even if you've been doing one and you switch to the other, the burn right. goes up. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, when they do the, you know, the hit high intensity interval training, um, basically the same, same concept there is that you get the heart rate really high, then you let it come back down. You get it high, you let it come back down. And, um, for those of you that, you know, are starting to go into cold weather, whereas, you know, here in Texas through December, we'll probably still be in the seventies and eighties, <laughs> nice. uh, which I like by the way, for outdoor working out. Um, if you're having to do treadmill cause there's snow on ice on the ground um remember you can you adjust the uh incline you know not just you know if you want to keep the speed the same put it at a three degree incline and start and just see what happens pick that hill setting see how much fun that is you know it will change it up enough um or what's if the gym's not too crowded what's fun too is you go you say okay i'm going to do an hour so i'll go you know 25 minutes on the uh, treadmill i'll jump over for 10 minutes on the elliptical and just pound it out and then jump back and you know finish up the the rest on the uh treadmill there's a lot of little things that you can cycle around in there that'll that'll help change it up um but again i do like the idea of throwing in a build phase at a certain point to try to add a little bit more lean body mass so the body has that extra caloric burn and the advantage of that is if you do the same exercise and can burn you know, 100 extra calories because you have a little bit more lean body mass. Extreme example. Uh, I burn about, I don't know, half again the calories that Audra does when we do the same run together. Right, exactly. Now, that's not fair because I have literally almost, I have exactly twice the lean body mass that she does. Right. You know, so your lean body mass is what she weighs. Or yeah. Actually, I think you have more than what she weighs right now from what we've, been, yeah. you know, what we've been adding on. So you're like, okay, <laughs> so that much more muscle doing the exact same routine means that Just many burn much more, more calories. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like a lot more. Yeah. A lot more, which is nice. <laughs> and then I think we had a, I, had, I do have I, to haul that crap around. Yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah. I've got to lift this here. So it's not necessarily unfair. Um, and I again, am doing the work. Exactly. <laughs> So the other one of the other questions we had was oh, uh, what, one other thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I don't know if if that was what you were going to say, but definitely uh, when when how do you plan when they when the build phase should happen? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we kind of kind of skipped over that. Sorry about yeah. that. Um, it, again, usually what I look at is how the uh, um, how the body's reacting. If at a loss phase, if you're if you're hitting that plateau and you've made some changes up to your cardio and it's starting to slow down on the loss, typically that's a good time to say, okay, let's add in some more, you know, more lean body mass. 
and uh, you know we can you know use your sure. your journey as a as a uh, sure. example. We got you down to I think it was about one seventy um, the first time. The first time one sixty five. It was one ninety. One ninety. No, no, we got you below one ninety before. Sorry, one eighty. Thank you. Before okay, yeah. so and then went to went to two hundred, two hundred, two hundred two, or something like that. I can look. We can look that <laughs> up. Uh, but what was happening is it was starting to. It, it had been slowing down. It was like okay, this is about the way I want to be in, but again, it's not going exactly the, where I wanted. So what we did is we put a build phase in to add more lean body mass. And then overall, yeah, there was some uh, um, body fat gain because there wasn't as accurate of, uh, um, as weren't tracking as accurately on the food as, as you do now. Yes. Um, and it went up. I didn't eat as well either. I Correct. had, I had some junk in there. Sure. I think there was a, quite a few bars and all yep. that were throwing a few things yep. off on there. Um, and then once we got back up to around 200, we were like, okay, a good half of that, if not a little bit more, was lean body mass, which meant, again, you were now carrying enough lean body mass to, when we went to the loss phase, we would minimize the loss of that lean body mass. So when you got back down to 180, one, you know, 175, you were holding, you were going to be leaner than you were the first time we got there. Yeah, I looked, and uh, the first the first loss ended at one eighty. Okay, and first build phase went up to two hundred. Right, and took uh, quite a while. Quite a while, yeah, because we were and again we were fighting the longer than the initial weight loss. Yep, and then uh, then the next loss phase went down to one seventy. Right, and then next build phase went up to one eighty. Right, and that's where we've been kind of trying to keep it. Is right yeah. now one one ninety to one eighty five to one. I think I think your lowest was one sixty five though. Did yeah, you get down? Next loss phase went to one sixty four. Okay. And uh and I'm one eighty again. Right. And so we're doing that cycle and so we're we're really trying to stay in between that really not below one sixty five, but like one seventy to one eighty five, stay in that zone. So really what you want to look at is are you getting the results that you want? Um I know we did the the one leaning the leaning phase when we got you down lower, uh, muscle wasn't going away, it was just body fat. And so it's yeah. like, okay, let's keep going. We were going, let's try this for... We were going to do a short We were going to do like a two to four week. We're like, okay, let's see what happens. At two weeks, we're like, okay, it's going on track. At four weeks, we're like, it's still working. Let's so, just keep doing this. So we kept doing it until it got down to the point where, okay, there's it's not really losing. So which means at that point, your body's probably burning off muscle and you're adding it back in as you get back into the gym at that point. And so what we are what we decided to do at that point is say, okay, let's go back to a build phase. And again, that just really a lot of that comes back to down to as much data as we had, we were able to tell, was it progressing in the direction that we, that we wanted? And as long as it's going in the right direction, we can make it, uh, we can really make it happen. And that's how we can make the choices on uh, when we're going to switch at that point. So there's, like I say, you may set uh, a time and say, okay, I'm going to do this for four weeks. But at the end of four weeks, if you're still getting the results and it's moving in the right direction, go ahead and do it again, add another couple weeks and, and, um, see what happens but if it starts slowing down you see you know really good progress in the middle in the beginning and then it starts to slow down again switch back to the other way and by doing that cycling um your body's really gonna it's never gonna fully adapt to uh to what you're doing which means you're gonna get the uh the maximum amount of results from everything that you put in all good things exactly (laughs) so i think we can do another one here there was uh the the question was um about balancing weight training and cardio ah. and helping with weight loss. And is there a good ratio? Yeah, yeah. Number one, the funny thing is when people say, should I do cardio or should I do weights? The answer is, is always yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. 
So a lot of it, really what I start most people out on the ratio is about time-wise, about a one-to-one. You know, if you're doing an hour of weights, do an hour of cardio, um, sometimes a little bit higher on the cardio. Um, if you say, if you're going to do five days a week, um, you might do three days, you know, three hours of cardio and two hours of weights. Um, especially if your body's just adapting to the weight training, um, give the joints some time to, uh, to get used to it and to build up. Um, but not, but not too much longer. And then the other way you can do it too, is depending on how your body's feeling, you can do, you know, two hours of weight training and three hours of cardio one week, three hours of weight training and two hours of cardio the next week. Um, Although I do like to go a little bit higher on the cardio because essentially on the uh, weight training days, do a little bit of a warm up and a little bit of cool down, uh, throw right. 15 to 20 minutes in. So even though I say about one to one, it's slightly higher. It's probably 1.5 to one if you want a mathematical ratio. But again, that's not um, that's not a magic number. You want to use your best, you know, uh, um, you know, track your numbers, see how it's going. I know with uh, Chuck, with you, if we don't do enough cardio, um, the body, you know, <laughs> I pack on the fat. It, it does want to come back on at that point. Yeah. And uh, um, it's just the way the, the way the bot, your body works, the way it is, it's like, oh, we're not doing cardio. Let's, let's add the body fat back on. And uh, you can be lifting really hard, but if you cut, cut back and we, you know, we tried it, we went for a couple of weeks, let's cut back on the cardio. And you're like, whoop, body fat started to jump back up. And it's like, all right, we have to have that in. Um, and again, that comes from tracking the data it makes a really, really big difference. Um, but I would say, you know, but that's what I would say is if you're going to put in, if you put in about an hour of weights figure for every hour of weight training, about an hour and a half of, uh, of cardio. And it doesn't have to be a solid hour and a half. You could do like 45 minutes in the morning, 45 minutes at night, do a little bit of elliptical, a little bit of treadmill, um, get out and walk around with family, you know, get out and add anything that, that, uh, um, elevates the heart rate for a consistent amount of time to help you burn those extra calories will be, will be good. Agreed. And then there was along that same line too. Somebody had asked, "What? Well, um, what was it? Oh, how do you know? Um, what, you have enough weight. If yeah, if you're, if you're lifting, lifting enough, enough weight, right? Um, the simple answer is: is do the muscles hurt the next day? <laughs> if they, or that's no lie. You know, um, if they do, then yeah, you're definitely, uh, you know, you're definitely, uh, you're doing the right thing at that point. Um, but again, remember, the muscles don't know how much you're lifting; they don't care <laughs> what the number is. Um, you know, the 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 simple answer is one: if they are hurting, yes, they're doing it. The other simple answer is: are you getting the results you want? Are you seeing the build you want? Are you seeing the loss you want? Are you seeing the um, the shape that you want? Um, and if you're getting that, then you're lifting enough weight at that point. Um, and is it challenging? You know, I mean, if if we get out there and uh, you know grab you grab some uh, um, dumbbells and and it feels way too easy, you know, go ahead and go a little bit heavier. But use a smart, you know, that you know little meter in the head that goes, you know what, this is not too easy but it's also you know um it's hurting the you know if i hurt in the joints if i go a little bit heavier watch the joints at all because again muscles they repair fairly quickly joints do not do not yeah, yeah. so Boy, that is no i definitely don't uh you know don't uh overdo it on that point yeah i you know it, it's funny the cardio question i i've done a little and a lot and and in between, I guess. And right. I, I never saw really, really good results until I was doing a lot. Right. And I, I think most people do less and get get as good results. Sure. But uh, whatever works for you definitely is the answer. Right. Well, and that's where, again, and I know we keep repeating that a lot today, but tracking. You know, get your data 
find out what's working for you because that's really what's going to make the difference. And, uh, um, because if you go, you know what, if I do three hours a week, I'm still getting the results I want. Then three hours a week is the right ratio for you. Um, if you need five or six, you know, if you need 30, you know, hopefully not, but I mean, it's, you know, unless you're, you know, just addicted to, you know, cardio, which there's can that, happen. there's that too, you know, it's like, <laughs> Oh, these last two weeks I've, you know, running and cycling. That's been about 30 hours. Okay, good. We'll, uh, we'll back down just slightly at that point. But, uh, but like I say, the, again, there's no set ratio, but if you start out with a, a, a you know, a one to 1. 1.5, you know, one, one hour for every hour of lifting an hour and a half of cardio, you're going to should start to see some good results and then, then, then tweak it from there and say, okay, maybe I need a little bit more. Maybe I don't need quite as much. Well, definitely. Thanks everybody for the great questions. Oh yeah, definitely. And remember you can, if you want, you can you know, hit me up on Twitter. It's at, uh, Mr. Ziska, M R Z I S K A. And, uh, or at, uh, you can ask them at Fit Smart GWC. Um, either one. Indeed. We'll be more than happy to uh, do that. Or the we also still have the phone number, which I don't have memorized yet. 214-296-9229. Right. Either way. <laughs> I've had to say it a couple of times. Once or twice in the last few years, right? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, we should probably wrap up. I know you have some things going here. Oh, yeah. We got to... Got to get uh, get headed out and get some stuff done and all, but, but uh, yeah, it's definitely. I love the love the questions. Keep them coming, and uh, if uh, you know if it's short and quick, sometimes I can just answer you back on uh, you know right away on Twitter. If it's something that you have a more in depth, we'll see what we can do to work them into the podcast. Sounds great. We'll see you next week, everybody. From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum, and don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast, but to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.